0: What is up, guys? Uh, welcome to season three—the de facto season three, which just keeps happening because <laughs> of like breaks in our schedule um, of Big Red Banter. Um, I'm here with Jake Richards, my absolute dude. Um, what's good, dude? How's it going? What's up, guys? Still back at home in the Bing area,
1: but very happy to be here. And just just being in the interest of can of candor here. Skylar and I have you know we we got on zoom and we're we're like hey we got to record and we just started talking about all like the different stuff that we like wanted to talk about this episode and I said let's just start recording uh because it was (laughs) it just had such a beautiful like flow to it we do have some specific like particular things we want to talk about there will be some structure but I think maybe maybe with this new season three format it might be a little bit more free flow in and like uh, you know, just a little more relaxed a little less rigid maybe cover a little bit less stuff but just have more fun talking about the stuff we do talk about is that
0: yeah I mean, I think at that's least for accurate. this episode yeah that's that's accurate also if if and if you're a new listener um for anyone who just might decide to start listening to this podcast the free-flowing style is going to sound normal to you from now on that is um, true I so probably yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you're new I it'll can, be no different <laughs> right exactly so um yeah, I, I mean, I mean, welcome. This is our our sports uh, specialty show. Um, usually recorded live, We're recording this on a Thursday night. Um, I'm, I'm Skyler Holzman. I'm, I'm WVBR Sports Director, and yeah, this is. Um, my God, it's been a little while since we recorded an episode. Uh, a lot has happened. We're obviously not going to be able to get to all of it, but like we just said. That's not in the game plan. That's not in the playbook. That's not on the scorecard. The um, score I can't card, think yeah. about it. That's, that's not in any other of my metaphors <laughs> that I don't have at the moment. So, um, yeah, we're, we're just getting back into it. We usually have Mike sites. He couldn't make it. Um, but uh, we're going to be back on a regular schedule doing this every other week. And we'll have some new content coming out very soon. Very, very soon. I say that confidently, <laughs> um, knowing that now I have to make that happen. <laughs> but uh, yeah we're gonna we're gonna have some new content from Well, we're BVBR. bouncing back with the semester coming
1: back you know everybody's everybody's getting into a more hopefully fingers crossed that everybody is getting into a more stable routine uh, with fingers crossed cases around the United States going down and uh, coming back to classes and, and getting into a more. Uh, stable routine with our education again so uh, we wish the best for all of our listeners and everyone out there however yeah is this a good time to transition into the little bit of Cornell sports news that we have for you guys
0: yeah this is our uh, interesting collegiate spin on this podcast which actually uh, makes us different from every other specialty sports podcast <laughs> out there on the air um, if I had to lay it out, uh, very explicitly, but, uh, let's go ahead. Cause the Ivy league does actually make us different. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Intellectually, <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm different. <laughs> um,
1: uh, so yeah. with some big Ivy league news. So, big ESPN headline, one that I actually saw on the socials of the athletes that we have had the pleasure of talking to and meeting. So the Ivy League is allowing a one-time waiver for grad students to play in the 2021 to 2022 season because of complications that came from the pandemic. So basically, th- this is the division that doesn't allow for red shirts. It's just a strict, you get your four years and you play. Uh, they're They're changing the rules just this once. To allow for you to come back to, if you are a current senior right now, and you and you're missing out on your sport, which Ivy League sports are not happening as of right now, um, and you want to come back and say you can come back as a grad student, but it has to be at the same school that you were at, so you can't hop from Cornell to Penn. I don't know why you would, but right? uh, <laughs> throwing the whole tree over at Penn, but um, yep, but you it. have it. You have another shot at competing in your Ivy League sport and as uh, a group of of three guys just the two of us here today that got started covering our Cornell sports this is this is some awesome news
0: yeah this is this is amazing the Ivy League never does this ever I think they resisted so long to even make this decision Um, but it was really necessary so I was listening to over the goal line at Cornell university, women's ice hockey podcast, or uh, over you just search up over the goal line, wherever you get your podcast. This is just a plug. Um, it recently concluded it was hosted by Finley for um, who is currently a senior at Cornell, but obviously with, uh, with COVID and everything, uh, she believes she would, you'd be done playing hockey because you assume there would be no extra season. And I don't know what, what she's thinking about going forward, but she, she recorded like this really, really moving last episode, um, called like, I I think it was my ode to to hockey. Uh, I would absolutely recommend going to listen to that if you get the chance, but I'm optimistic, hopefully. Uh, if things work out in her favor maybe she'd be able to take uh, an extra year that's complete speculation but we have you know Maddie Mills another great uh, athlete really prolific goal scorer for us on the women's hockey team mm-hmm. um, just any any people who were juniors last year that are now seniors because that's usually how school works um, if they can if they can make that happen if they can take another year that would be amazing that'd be so good for Cornell sports
1: we would love for anyone who can we understand life is crazy and people got to move on people got to graduate uh but we would love to watch as many athletes come back as we can uh we have you know this ivy league article this espn article on ivy league uh extending this offer does talk about how pretty how good ivy league athletes have unfortunately moved on to go to play for other schools i mean i don't blame anybody for doing that at all you want to if you want to play and continue your athletic career you you couldn't do it at an ivy league school so (laughs) i i don't blame you whatsoever for seeking to go and keep playing you know we all we all want to play our game we all want to play our sport as long as we can
0: uh so uh we we actually we know of one Uh, we do yeah caroline allen Carolyn Allen, who we interviewed, uh, which is on Bear Tracks, the other podcast that we host where we interview Cornell athletes. It's a plug for us uh, as well over there. <laughs> we interviewed her, and uh, she's now going to go play at Virginia Tech. She's going to go play lacrosse at Virginia Tech. She was one of the best players, and she was team captain uh, yeah. for Cornell. So good for her. Yeah, I we mean, wish her the
1: best of luck at Virginia Tech. That's a, a big lacrosse school, hopefully. She, and, I mean, Cornell being a big lacrosse school as right? well. Uh <laughs> But we, you know, we wish all of our athletes the best. Of course, I think that goes without saying because we love having them. Uh, yeah, this, on this is a this is a yeah. pro
0: athlete show. That we yeah, are very pro athlete.
1: Yeah, we are. We are not here to make anybody feel bad for playing sports. Um, uh, unless you what go we do. to
0: any other Ivy League school. Yeah, unless you go to Penn. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're at Penn, uh, we could not care less. I'm not gonna lie. Or yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Which is actually pretty funny
1: because I remember back when. To, to get back into the, the, the olden days of the show, because this show has been around for about a year now, if you yeah. can believe that, uh, yeah. when the Ivy League indoor track meet was hosted at Barton Hall, I went on day two. And I was talking to some uh, Penn athletes, one who actually ran with somebody that I had also run with in high school. And it was just a cool way to connect. But literally the only athletes I talked to were Penn athletes. And now here I am calling them a year later out on this show.
0: <laughs> yep. And whatever they did to deserve it, they deserve it. Um, probably they were just born and no, they some were things nice. happened. No, no, no. I mean, I, I nice wish I could remember you. their names. Uh, uh, it, they, it was the DMR team. Probably um, St. Dr like smith Saint- smitherton like I, I really don't know i'm just thinking of anything british um st bridgerton <laughs> like i don't know watch that show it's bridgerton show. <laughs> no. <laughs> now we're we, we've went from plugging fellow cornell uh, uh
1: podcast <laughs> to now plugging bridgerton because yeah it's all which about entertainment now, you guys
0: which we also produce <laughs> yes. not many people know that
1: oh yeah, yeah yeah we're we're co-writers of that show obviously <laughs> um <laughs> we're working on season two don't worry guys
0: yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: But I mean, we, we, ideally we wanted to talk about this maybe a little bit later, but if you did want to get into a little nostalgia before we talk some sports, we can, or we can yeah. save nostalgia for the end. It's, you it's know, your call. I or. think,
0: I, I think before uh, the show started, we said we we're going to do nostalgia at the very end, just like a little bit of a reflection, okay. um, but let's get into the meat of, of sports, I guess. I know you had, you mentioned something that you wanted to bring up. Um, I'm so, fully prepared for this conversation. Go for it. Um, with
1: the Super Bowl there's this there's this there's this little game that happened last Sunday I don't know if you caught it um,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know school. 630
0: not a great time slot honestly <laughs> CBS not a great channel um, so <laughs> yeah I was surprised
1: it wasn't on Fox I, I but it is what it is
0: yeah yeah
1: whack uh, the commercials were also a little wait Super Bowl 55 okay <laughs> Chiefs <laughs> versus bucks Brady versus Mahomes. We can talk about the game, but I want to talk about the game in reference to the conversation of Tom Brady now entering as like being part of, of this online conversation. I keep seeing of like the goat of goats, like one of the greatest players. I, I'm, I believe he is one of the greatest players of all time. Ha, but people are trying to now put a giant, bigger crown, like the biggest sports crown, on his head, and oh, I. Yeah. I, I, I don't agree. But um, <laughs> before I get into why, I want to hear you talk about the game. I want to hear you talk about uh, Brady and, and this this contextual
0: conversation. Talk to me about Mahomes playing his heart out. Talk to me. I mean, I, I literally, honestly, this conversation, uh, the GOAT conversation, I have so many thoughts on it. I, I, I don't even feel like – okay, the game sucked. The game sucked. I'm going to be game, honest. The yeah. game sucked. Brady is just uh, – I've heard this from a few people – brady's just one of those guys you know you can hate him your entire career but this time even if you hated him you just had to put respect on his name Uh, after this win i mean he dominated the first half and it was never really close i also lost like 20 bucks on it Um, so that's why i don't want to talk about the game because it's a little bit of traumatizing financially um but uh i mean man that was my green star money for this week (laughs) oh no dude i stopped shopping at green star like i i I had to i had to (laughs) I bought, I bought tomatoes from there, and they've been expired, like, when I bought them, which I guess says more about how much attention I pay to my food that I buy uh, than Green Star itself. It says equally about both. But regardless, um, mm. I did lose money. The game was not great. Um, I – look, Mahomes the, – the, the only thing I'll say, his offensive line sucked. Apparently, he ran almost 500 yards, like, backwards, basically.
1: I, yeah, that – I mean, Mahomes is known for his QB vision and poor guy just never had time to really make anything happen. I mean, there's still that there's that still that I keep seeing of him like side arming it while in the air. And it it just
0: uh,
1: I can't believe that that performance and that amount of energy and effort is going to go down as a loss, but not only a loss, just like. A loss where his his team really just sort of let him down. Like it, it wasn't yeah. a competitive game in after the first quarter. Really, it it kind of. I didn't even watch the final quarter because I was just like, you know, I, I'm just gonna finish my guacamole in my room. Like this is boring.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which by the way, I made homemade guacamole. It was yo, great. it's so good homemade guacamole. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, uh, uh, I have to <laughs> say tangent. this. I've go for recent- it. I've recently been making homemade guac. Uh, I see. Obviously, you have too. Yo. Oh yeah. Li- Honestly, better than most store box walks. I'm not even going to oh, lie. Yeah. avocado, tomato, onions, um, uh, olive oil, salt, pepper, maybe a little bit, uh, paprika. If mm-hmm. you want, if you're feeling spicy, even though it's not that spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Oh my God. Ingredients of a lifetime. I swear to God.
1: I see. I did a very similar recipe, but I, I did, um, tomatoes and I, I wanted to make mine a little tangle spicy. So I added Serrano pepper. Mm. Um, and, but the way I, I cook, I, I sauteed all of my tomatoes and peppers before I ground them up. And then before I added the, added the avocado, I added uh, some lime and I added, uh, also I, of course I had like, I even had a little bit of garlic, but I had onions and all, all the guacamole essentials and tomatoes, of course. Uh, okay. Guacamole <laughs> tangent over, no, but this uh, is, I mean, this is,
0: this is WVBR <laughs> sports this has really been a front for WVBR cooking. So, um, so I, I feel like this is our moment. This is what it's come to this. Uh, I fully agree. You
1: know, this is our moment in the cooking entertainment industry spotlight. (laughs) Um,
0: But you were talking. So I mean, unless you have other stuff to say about the game, I mean, I want to talk about the goat stuff.
1: I uh, I think one one thing that I want to talk about before we clearly give Brady the attention that he deserves. Um, Right. I want to talk about Mahomes. (laughs) I'm not a fan of Tom Brady, but he deserves he deserves. The conversation that we're about to have but yeah. I I still remember you know a lot of online trolls were being like Mahomes what's going on blah blah blah, blah 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 this that and his wife and his mom or excuse me his fiance and his mom like took to Twitter and his defense sort of like can't make anybody have and honestly if you're Patrick Mahomes despite I, it doesn't matter if you played like crap which you didn't but you, you got, like, you got, a, you got a good thing going for you, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. dude, his life is pretty solid. Yeah. His life's pretty solid. And I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, I just, uh, as someone who really loves watching young talent like Patrick Mahomes, like Edwards O'Leary, I actually, like, call me bandwagon all you want. I enjoyed watching the Chiefs this year um that is a bandwagon thing for sure um but i i enjoyed like the online content that they made for uh you know on things even like a tiktok they made or something like that i i genuinely like as someone who sort of loosely follows football i i enjoyed what the chiefs had to offer and just despite rooting for the chiefs more out of right. spite for brady than right, right, the chiefs, right. uh, chiefs exactly. i was going for the chiefs and it, it just it wasn't the it wasn't a more exciting super bowl it wasn't one where new England came back to beat the you know, Falcons like 28 to three or yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, we're never going to, I don't even know when the next time we're going to see a super bowl, that exciting is oh, all yeah. I can say uh, is when I, I had two separate kind of betting things, one for money, one not um, mm. this was from bigger Red sports network. They sent out uh, a form for us to fill out to guess so i guessed every single thing on the form incorrectly so i predicted the (laughs) wrong color uh, sorry wrong color of the gatorade i predicted the wrong uh i predicted uh tails for the coin toss and Mm -hmm. it was heads i predicted that Mahomes would win mvp that he would throw more touchdowns and that brady would throw more interceptions and that the uh chiefs would win so i predicted (laughs) everything incorrectly (laughs) so i don't know what that says about
1: uh, me i i (laughs) The only one I got right was the coin toss. So you're fine. (laughs) Oh, God. I just – Mahomes put together – last thing about Mahomes before we move on. But I – the ultimate, like, picture of this game is the two to three would-be touchdown passes that hit his receivers in the helmet.
0: Uh, I don't even, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Exactly, exactly, exactly. It was so sad. It was tragic. It was a a tragedy. It was a national (laughs) tragedy. Well, moving on from the tragedy
1: (laughs) Chiefs lens, let's now talk about the the attention Brady deserves. Like I said, he does deserve it. And let's talk about the goat of goats conversation. First, talk about what you liked about Brady in this game and as a career. And then we'll get into talking about if he deserves the title.
0: I mean, look. Honestly, he didn't even need to do that much in the second half. Like he literally first half (laughs) lost just Just no pick sixes. (laughs) That was the only mistake they made was the botched snap that Brady had to fall on, which caused like a fourth down. But honestly, he didn't really have to do anything. I mean, I mean, okay, he did some things like you know play well, but you know he threw for two hundred yards, and Gronk. That was the connection. Antonio yeah. Brown apparently ran the wrong route on his touchdown. He still scored. I mean, dude, the guy's like the guy's like a legend. I mean, like, what do you want me to say? Like, forty three
1: years old and winning Super Bowl MVPs. Yeah. Wait, did he yeah. win it or did Gronk win it? Oh,
0: he won. He won. He won. Yeah, yeah of course, yeah, that's why I of course, course he yeah. won. Yeah. five Super Bowl MVPs.
1: I just saw a lot more of Gronk post Super Bowl because we get to see. Yep. <laughs> we, get to, we get to see a, just a beautiful glimpse into the 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 party life of rob gronkowski oh um God. which i cherish every year but um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh and and again in regards to brady uh, like you can you can claim like yeah he he didn't really do anything all that fantastic i think i remember when he came to the Bucks, i was like does he think he's gonna get a ring here like what what's his what's his choice like why did he come here what, what's going on and I remember they lost like three in a row. I think they were seven and three after week 10 or 11 after me had a bye. And I was thinking to myself like this, you know, you made a mistake, Tom. Like you, you came somewhere where you thought you could make something happen, but, and I'm power to you. You're trying your best. But I remember I said, like, I think Tom Brady went in with the mentality of he wants a ring, but not everybody on his team has that mentality. Uh, right. right. It, it, it was the chiefs that had that mentality. They were not in that game whatsoever. I think Brady, uh, regardless of his on-field performance is always there to try and motivate his teams teammates excuse me uh he's always yeah, I think there he scared
0: the crap out of them during the week he just kept texting him like we're going to win we're gonna-. like if somebody yeah. tells you you're going to win and you don't win I don't want to be I don't want to be there for that you know I don't want to be there for that
1: say what you will but you know about Brady's little sideline performances throughout the year where he's clearly upset at just the wrong person but clearly he cares about winning Super Bowl rings more than anyone. I, I I love that line in that interview where, "What's your favorite Super Bowl ring?" The next one. Oh my! You know, God. you know, that's iconic. You know, oh my I, I hate God. his guts, but I, I, jerk. I, what a you jerk!
0: Know, he says he went to Michigan, but I went. I bet he went to Penn. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> what a jerk! And Penn has taken a
1: beating this podcast. <laughs> yeah, they, they
0: deserve it. Like I've always, I've said this from day one of the podcast. you Remember our opening line? <laughs> Penn sucks. Just you can go <laughs> back and listen to for the for new listeners. That is false. But <laughs> no, I was just saying for new listeners, go back and listen to our episode so we can get our downloads up. Oh
1: yeah, that that too. Actually, new listeners, go check it out. Yeah. Go, go yeah. <laughs> prove, prove me right or wrong there, but um no, Brady, like he, he reminds me of the mentality that uh, Michael Jordan had when we were all watching the last stand where he's like, I'm, I'm here to win. And if you're not here to win, I'm going to call you out on it. And if, you know, not all teammates yeah. are going to love me for it. Um yeah. and I'm watching just, the last
0: dance right now. Yeah. So anyway, I yeah. The, yeah.
1: I, I think I said the last, stand, the last, you said the
0: last stand. Yeah. The last
1: Last dance. We
0: could we could rip that we could rip that off into our own production. (laughs) Yeah, Um, maybe that's the the second season of Bridgerton. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Bridgerton, the last stand. The last
1: stand. Um, (laughs) The last stand.
0: Um, (laughs) uh,
1: Rich people doing terrible things with terrible accents. Um, All right, Bridgerton um, (laughs) ran over. But my my point being, I think this is a great way to transition into goat of goats conversation. Brady now seven Super Bowl rings three-time MVP, three-time Super Bowl and four, wait, three or four, five-time Super Bowl MVP. MVP. Excuse me. Yeah, I was, I was off. Five-time Super Bowl MVP. Uh, No doubt in my mind that he's one of the best playoff performers in any sport of all time. Yeah. Uh, But I want to, I want to keep in mind that there are athletes out there who just will never be dethroned uh, by the people who watch them right athletes such as michael jordan athletes such as serena williams athletes such as barry bonds i
0: have and i have a few Oh yeah, barry bonds may
1: i pure numbers Barry Bonds? pure
0: numbers pure numbers sure pure numbers sure i was gonna say because the conversation is you know uh, he is in the conversation of greatest athletes of all time i said that i think i said that to someone like right after the game ended i might have been my dad i was just like i I, like or maybe i can check the text with him he'll he'll probably tell me that (laughs) when he listens to this episode but um yeah, he's, he's got to be in the conversation. To me, however, he is not. And I think, there, I think there are significantly more talented athletes than him in front of him. And I will tell you, I will name three that came to mind. Go for it. So uh, in my mind, three of the best athletes of all time, um, Michael Phelps. Absolutely. Mm. Elliot Kipchoge. And I know, you know him, you know him because you're a runner. You have to know him (laughs) in in my mind, he's probably the greatest athlete of all time um, mentally. And I would say Simone Biles, when her career is done, she's going to be one of the best of all time because Mm -hmm. the thing she's doing is otherworldly. But I, I I have to say like, and I agree with Serena Williams as well up there, just longevity and stuff. Um, But dude, Elliot Kipchoge, in my opinion, best athlete of all time. This is two
1: hour marathon runner. If I'm asking. Yes. He ran sub two hour marathon. I wanted to, uh, yeah, I wanted to make sure before I kept talking about him, but um, (laughs) that would have been embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah. That's definitely one of like, in terms of the more amazing athletic feats done in the history of mankind. Yep. Definitely on the top of that list. Check that off. Um, but I think involving, like in this conversation of greatest athletes of all time, I think one thing you have to consider is how much they influenced culture and how much they like actually became sort of like celebrity. Not I don't want to say celebrities because that just has a terrible connotation to it. But how much? Know. Like how much? How impact? Like the in the, the average amount of impact that they made with people who watched them play. And I think that's why Serena is definitely in that conversation being a somewhat, you know, with the, a lot of the narratives in Serena's career would be like, what the heck are the refs doing? I can't believe she's this good, despite all the struggles she's had to go through as a woman and as, as a black athlete. Yeah, Uh, yeah. So that's definitely something that can connect. uh, I mean, I obviously don't identify as both of those things, but I, you know, it's something that, a lot of people who identify with Serena, like that's a feeling that I'll never have. And that's something yeah. that you can't measure. And that's something that is, you know, but priceless.
0: Exactly. But it's also the people, the people. Oh, and also, now I'm thinking about it. Katie Ledecky, um, swimmer mm-hmm. along with Michael Phelps, She just she mm-hmm. came to mind. She's going to be one of, probably, she's definitely the best female swimmer of all time I, I think oh, yeah. at this point. But um, the people who model, like the people who kids look to and they say, I want to be like that, person mm, like mm. The kids you know being like i want to be like mj that's in commercials bro like like and that's you know that's the real stereotype like you look at these people you think of tom brady all the young kids want to play quarterback they want to be tom brady right yeah um that yeah. young basketball players they want to be michael jordan or they want to be lebron james LeBron, yeah exactly like you know i, I think steph Curry. Sw- yeah, it's Steph Curry, <laughs> Steph Curry, bro. Yeah. Like anyone in any sport, they look to these people. Like swimmers, be like, I want to be as good as Michael Phelps. Skiers, be like, uh, skiers, be like, uh, I want to, be <laughs> like, I want to be like Lindsey Vonn, right? Like, uh, like snow snowboarders league. want to be
1: like Sean White, you know? Exactly, bro. Skateboarders, yeah.
0: is Tony Hawk. It's like you think of these people who have, who are pioneers in their fields, mm-hmm. um, or icons in their fields. Those are the people that 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 people look to. And I, I agree. I think greatest athlete, you have to get some of that like cultural impact in there. You know
1: which just sort of both in terms of postseason dominance of Brady and cultural dominance of Tom Brady uh, as someone who is a baseball guy myself, just kind of reminds me how everybody doesn't know about Mike Trout because he has played in a grand total of three playoff games in his entire career, which isn't yep. his fault. Uh, you know, he, he can only do, he can, he can only do so much out there in center, Yep. Um, <laughs> yep. but that, especially with his, division every, like every year angel fans are like we have like well, this is our year like i feel like they're they're the mets fans of of the west like <laughs> this is this is our year um but then oh like God. Uh, you know respect to mike trout for wanting to do this he's not one to necessarily want to be the forefront and be uh mr like face of baseball or face of ath- athletics in general right uh but it just reminded me how like he is on a path to be like he could retire and go into the Hall of Fame right now. Period.
0: Absolutely, hundred percent. He's
1: thirty one right now. He and, is. Oh my god. All uh, well, right. He's, he's either that or he's turning 31. He's thirty one. He's either thirty or thirty one.
0: Mike Trout. He doesn't even show up. Trout. Um Yeah.
1: Exactly. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh.
0: He's born in August. All right. There you go. He's twenty nine. He's twenty nine. Oh,
1: he's twenty nine. Okay. So yeah, I was off. So he's literally in his prime for baseball. Yeah. Your your prime baseball is like 28 to 31ish. And he it doesn't I mean he's got MVPs, silver sluggers, gold gloves, he's got individual accolades, but nothing compares to the seven rings on Brady's oh my fingers, God. you know? Insane. And, uh, it do we want to use this as a transition into baseball, or do? Oh, but actually, uh, one more th- one more thing before we transition into anything, or even consider transitioning into anything. Right, right. <laughs> do not call Tom Brady Tom terrific. Do not call Tom Brady Tom, Tom so, terrific. So, that is safe so. for Tom Seaver and Tom Seaver only. If you don't, I don't even care if you don't even know who Tom Seaver is. This isn't about explaining who he is. Yeah. Tom Seaver. I will, will always that. be Tom. Terrific.
0: Hundred percent. Back it. Hundred percent. If you're listening to it and don't know what we're talking about, take it at face value. You jerk. If you just, <laughs> don't do it, otherwise, uh, I'm sorry. I appreciate rest in, all. Of these, rest but... in peace
1: to Tom Seaver. Of course, <laughs> he, he unfortunately passed away in 2020. Yeah. Uh, but I, and you know, going into baseball goats uh, in terms of raw numbers, Barry Bonds, uh, the late great Hank Aaron. I still right. think Hank Aaron has one of the most. Influential moments in all of sports history when he broke Babe Ruth's record, and the fan ran around when he hit seven fifteen, and the fan oh came God. out. Um, and he gives you chills. Uh,
0: it's it's a it's, chilling moment.
1: Great twenty five time All Star Henry Aaron.
0: That's insane, bro.
1: How many people, people do don't know even, right now? How do you even play, play for twenty five years? Twenty five years, much less be an All Star twenty five times. What the 20, heck, bro? He, Henry. Oh all right, I mean, I'm in, I'm on Hank Aaron's baseball reference page right now. Right, his he has 755 career home runs. Right, three thousand seven hundred and seventy one hits.
0: Oh my God.
1: He is a one. He's only a one time MVP, but he is only one time World Series champ, but a three time Gold Glover and a twenty five time All Star with a two time batting title. That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, that's insane.
1: You that's- like. In his own right, you cannot be better than Henry Aaron.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Again,
1: rest in peace to one of the goats. Uh, oh, my God. What a horrible year. We lost year. a lot. Of, we lost, yeah, we lost a lot of
0: really I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But throughout it all <laughs> really the show persevered. Depressing. Yeah. Yeah. But through yeah. <laughs>
1: through all week, big red banters. <laughs> uh,
0: before before we get into um before we get into baseball and I, I think um we should probably round out our baseball conversation we barely started it but trevor bauer we have to devote a little bit of time to trevor bauer but i will say this is the perfect time to mention um once again just in keeping this tradition alive and to any new listeners it's been a tradition for no good reason whatsoever shout out to our former gm christopher Christopher morales Morales. always got to get his name in there we are six foot eight 280 pounds don't ask (laughs) why you don't need to know you know, That's yeah, fact.
1: It, it's it's just a fact. Uh, <laughs> normally, Mike, our word wizard here, would be able to be like smooth talk our way into that conversation, but we, we just we just gotta gotta be upfront. Oh, also Hank Aaron, all time leader in RBIs, but yeah, um, insane. Okay, but okay,
0: Trevor I want to talk
1: some baseball. I want to talk the one move I want to talk about particularly, Trevor Bauer. Yeah, I don't think. But before we talk about his contract details and why he's getting paid so much i don't think it's really hit people that trevor bauer will be making 40 million and then 45 million dollars next year records by the way for baseball and uh, to be a number three starter
0: unbelievable Uh,
1: and get this walker bueller who i believe is the best pitcher on that team yeah. The Los Angeles Dodgers. For those who yep. don't know, Trevor Bauer signed a three year deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers, but we'll talk about the details of that deal later on. Right. Uh, coming off of his Cy Young season
0: in a shortened season, in a shortened no less, season where he, add.
1: where he faced not exactly the best batters. He faced like the white Sox. That's pretty much the only team that could hit. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, but uh, he's a good pitcher. Uh, is he worth 40 million? Probably not. But you know what? The Dodgers clearly wanted to send a message that they want to win again. And you know what? This is the way to do it. Uh, but one thing to put in perspective, Walker Buehler, in order to avoid arbitration, who, again, I believe is the better best pitcher on that Dodgers staff, signed a two-year, $8 million deal to avoid arbitration. Meanwhile, Trevor Bauer, who is probably going to pitch either one or two spots behind, meaning he's one, he's, he's like one or two pitchers worse than Walker Buehler, is getting paid 10 times the amount
0: disgusting it's disgusting that's, it's disgusting that's dude too his much agent, too much man his agent, too much <laughs> goddamn his agent all i gotta say is goddamn like respect yeah for negotiating Ra- that deal
1: yeah uh, she actually has her own interesting story rachel luba um you, right. by the way follow her on twitter if if you want some great tweets and you want to follow <laughs> um but uh you know she, yeah shout out and i think what the the main takeaways if you're a player? Uh the main takeaway seeing Trevor Bauer sign 40 million dollars and then 45 million the next year is this guy marketed himself very well. Clearly he had an agent who where their only goal was to get the most average annual value possible.
0: Right.
1: And it works like it uh, there's no other way to say it it's and insane. the Dodgers are getting like the Dodgers are getting a real good pitcher like I don't think he's gonna get another Cy Young in his career if I'm being honest um but I mean he's he's I I would kill to have Trevor Bauer as my number three that would yeah. be insane he's an ace on most other teams I
0: know <laughs> <laughs> that's dude that's wild. why baseball's broken it's broken that's it's broken it's a bit oh my much. god not for the yeah. Mets the Mets are doing great Keep do, you doing you, uh, Steve Cohen, whatever you want. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> you're good, just, man. Just, just, despite <laughs> what be ha-
1: might be happening in, in the world of Wall Street. Um, yep. <laughs> but uh, let's talk about the actual contract itself before we keep going on, because we can't talk about this anymore without actually saying what the contract is. Right, so right, right. So it's technically a three-year, $102 million deal. And the Mets right. technically offered, I believe they offered him 100 10 to 115. Yeah,
0: they offered more than that. But the reason
1: that Bauer took this deal is because this is this has got to be the most player-friendly deal in history. Uh, yeah. there are oh opt-outs after every so there are opt-outs after the first year, and there's an opt-out after the second year, and of course the third year the contract's over. So and in oh the first year he's getting paid 40 million, and in the second year he's get, getting paid 45. So Yo, really they... he's it's a two-year. $85 million contract.
0: They, they man, he won that deal by so much. I've never yeah. seen the Dodgers get screwed that badly out of a deal. Like That's they wild. screwed them over. There are other words I could use that I can't do to FCC <laughs> regulations, but Oh my God, they yeah, screwed the-, the Dodgers with that deal. And
1: Yeah, the Dodgers are not re-signing Justin Turner after that deal.
0: Um (laughs) absolutely they
1: they are I believe they're like at least 10 to 15 million dollars over the luxury tax. I mean, look, if you want to win and you have the money, I spend it. Like, I get it. If you're if you're the Dodgers, uh go like do it. I I I get it. Like you you saw the Padres make some amazing trades, some amazing moves this offseason clearly they want they were sending the message of we're coming for you dodgers you know uh and if you want to send a message back that says nice try uh (laughs) this this is this is how to do it like i i I get it you know
0: (laughs) i'm so dude i'm so happy the mets did not get him because he would have screwed the mets as well financially and we've been screwed financially way too many times to fall for that bs so (laughs) um shout out to bernie Madoff, man (laughs) having fun in prison piece of garbage. Shout out to Bernie Madoff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that. never been said before on our show. That's, that's a new thing, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, I like it, Put it this way. If the Dodgers don't win the world series in 2021, they failed. Oh, I, I, that, 100%. that, that Dodgers lineup now has, uh, three MVPs and three Cy Youngs.
0: That Unbelievable. is insane. Unbelievable. Kershaw's not even like, he's not even talked about anymore.
1: He's still a great pitcher. Like oh, He's an ace on most other teams, but he just happens to be on the Dodgers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't see him pitching anywhere else. And he finally got his ring. So uh, I'm happy he got his ring. I'm happy for Clayton. Can we just uh, also
0: acknowledge like the success of uh, that year's uh, Vanderbilt senior class in the oh, draft yeah. with Dansby Swanson and Walker Buehler? And I believe who was the third uh, players another pitcher to get drafted really high i have to look i mean um, i know
1: david price was a vanderbilt kid but that was before bueller and dansby Marky bueller draft um i'll,
0: I'll look it up okay. in the meantime
1: and then mean, like, I'll, I'll, I'll keep talking while you while you google here but um yeah i it it really does just blow my mind how any organization in baseball is comfortable inking in that kind of deal that's (laughs) wild that like you made trevor bauer who is a top five pitcher in baseball uh like to put some respect on it like you know debate me all you want on that but he's a good pitcher but you're paying him like he's the goat of goats
0: yeah um dude also real quick real quick uh in that draft top top pick was dansby swanson out of vanderbilt Eighth pick was Carson Fulmer out of okay. Vanderbilt, who was very good for the Tigers in his first year. Obviously, uh, he was on the Mets for a bit, I believe. Yeah, definitely he one of those traded. prospects
1: that's been bounced around, yeah.
0: Yeah, B- Bueller was 24th overall from Vanderbilt. Mike, oh, no, never mind, not Mike Soroka. I don't know why he's highlighted for whatever oh,
1: reason. Oh, Yaz. Yaz is a is a Vandy kid, too.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, and then, oh, And then the other two Vanderbilts, Philip Pfeiffer and Rhett Wiseman, have not heard of those guys ever. They're so... probably still
1: in the system somewhere. Yeah, but... yeah. Yeah, Yastrzemski is a is a Vanderbilt kid. He's a little bit older though. He, he despite being a rookie in 2019, I believe he's 31. Um, yeah. Didn't break into the show until a little bit later in his career. Great hitter, by the way. I love me some yes. Oh yeah. But um, <laughs> poor yes. He's going to be facing some of the greatest pitching in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at that division. That division has the Dodgers and Padres, pro- who are pro- like projected to have the two best records in baseball. And then the Giants who are like getting better, but like, you know, okay. And then you have Colorado. Oh, Arenado oh is gone by yep. the way.
0: <laughs>
1: and you have God. the Diamondbacks whose biggest oh off season move this year was signing Joaquin Soria, who's a good pitcher, oh but like God. that division so was broken.
0: wild. <laughs> it's so broken, dude. It's so broken. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Un- unbelievable. So, so, you know, I don't know what this says about the future of baseball. The Dodgers really looking like a super team right now would not be shocked at all. If they easily took another world series title. Like I really yeah, would not be shocked. I would if you call the shocked.
1: Yankees, the evil empire at this point, you're factually incorrect.
0: No, no, it's not, not <laughs> anymore. Not, we can put our differences aside because we now have a common enemy. All right. Oh yeah. It's yeah. 100%. Yeah. I don't it's, care. It's Dodgers.
1: <laughs> if I, I, I'm willing to bet the Mets make the playoffs. I, I I would put money on that. Cause you guys had a great off season. New owner, Francis Golan doors. Now a met. Oh my goodness um yeah if you guys run into the dodgers in the playoffs i will be praying to the baseball gods harder than i ever have for you to win
0: (laughs) oh my god and you know what i don't know do i say it right now go for it this is all all right if the yankees face the dodgers in the world series because the dodgers are a super team it would be nice to see the yankees beat the dodgers that is the only time you will ever hear me say that Mark my words i'm Someone (laughs) someone someone's a big moment. Are you feeling okay? You know (laughs) this is a big moment. This is this is a big moment. I want to say I think the Yankees are going to win their division. The Yankees and Mets. Here's my prediction, bold prediction okay. for the year, and Go this is it. this is really through no statistical analysis whatsoever. The Yankees and the Mets will both win their divisions. The Blue Jays will get in as a wild card team, but the Yankees will probably win like 104 games. The Blue Jays will win like 101, and they'll still get in as a wild 101? card. That's wow. my pred- that's my projection. That's, we'll just be that's... beating the crap out of the Orioles. be beating the crap out of the Red Sox, work. <laughs> awful right now. Oh my and- god. Think the Rays.
1: Oh, the, the Rays will end up being okay. I've never worried yeah. about the Rays being, I mean, despite the fact that they had their offseason involved replacing Charlie Morton and Blake Snell with Chris Archer and Luis Patino. Um, oh my God. They'll still be fine. <laughs> um, it's actually going to be fun to see Archer back on the Rays. But oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I It just sort of hit me that in 2019, the Red Sox outfield included. Mookie Betts, Jackie Bradley Jr., and Andrew Benintendi. The 2021 season has not yet started, and their projected outfield is Alex Verdugo, Franchi Cordero, and I think Marwin Gonzalez just signed with them.
0: (laughs) What if you told a Red Sox fan in
1: 2019? How would the times
0: change?
1: (laughs) Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Poor Red Sox. I mean, not really, but like Red Sox fans, it's like, you're going to get beat up this year. I like you have talent to be excited about. You will still have reasons to watch. It won't be as bad as last year, but it's not going to be a good season for you guys. They like, suck. Yeah. This isn't going to be 2013 where, you know, you just have a, a team that's supposed to be bad and then ends up winning a world series. It, it like, I imagine that was an amazing year for you guys, but it's, it's just not going to happen again. I'm sorry.
0: Not at all. Not in the slightest. Oh my <laughs> God. Um, yeah. I think, I don't know. You have any other, you have any other, um, lasting thoughts on baseball before so, I, I we got to reflect a little bit. Well, Benny, we biceps, must reflect or what are you saying? What are you saying?
1: Well, I was just saying Benny biceps, for those who don't know, Ben uh, went to Kansas city. So he's a Royal now. So.
0: Right. That trade just happened, I think last night or yeah, yesterday. So he part.
1: went from bad team in the American league East to bad team in the American league central, but you know what? He's, He's, what, 2018 ALCS hero for sure.
0: I have news all the way, Uh, by the way. Is it it Marwin Gonzalez? No, it's different. Uh, Mark Healy, I don't know who he is, but it was recommended for me on Twitter. Uh, Apparently he said, I'm hearing that left-hand pitcher David Peterson could be part of a a potential Mets-Cubs deal for Chris Bryant.
1: Oh yeah. The Mets.
0: So the,
1: if the Mets get Chris Bryant, that'd be pretty nice. Oh
0: my God. Well, okay,
1: what are they going to do with JD Davis though? Where are you going to play this guy? He's a great hitter. They literally
0: might, they literally might trade him. They might literally trade uh, uh, Peterson and JD Davis. Cause we have a surplus of starting pitchers um, and yeah. frees up a software Lugo potentially to start. And, uh, and, and, yeah, and then you just have uh, we'll have Ryan a third, and we can play Dom Smith. We'll have to play him in the outfield, man. We yeah, have you, to do he, it,
1: he's a bat that you need in
0: your lineup. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing about the DH this year, but they're, uh, are they keeping it?
1: No, they're not. So MLB protocols oh, this year, no. uh, opening day on April Fool's Day. We love that. Um, oh God, really? <laughs> but oh, it's they good. They have it that day. They're yeah. keeping seven inning doubleheader rule, and they're keeping runners on second
0: no or yeah for extra no, innings. no they literally kept the only rule they kept the two rules yeah they kept the two r- that i thought should be taken away no and then but
1: no universal dh
0: that that sucks that really sucks that's not good for baseball that's no one not wants good pitchers hit
1: no but yeah i mean it's funny when they do but when they don't you're just like oh great there's another out. um <laughs> oh my god no, oh nobody gets excited god. for degrom hitting a sack bot anymore it's just I know. How it works. they're also deadening the baseball i don't know if you saw this yeah uh I, which is basically their way of admitting they juiced the ball <laughs> yeah. um you know that or everybody just had an insane amount of power in 2018 oh my god 19, everyone's benny
0: biceps bro yeah like, yeah
1: Every, everyone's oh juicing man. i guess um, oh my
0: lord that's crazy yeah oh it's, my god.
1: Uh, free agent reliever Ken Giles in agreement with the Mariners on a two-year deal coming off Tommy John okay Mariners they're not gonna compete but okay Um, Uh, Mariners Mariners are gonna compete in a few years they have a lot of really good prospects uh I hate to go into a random tangent I would also love to work for the Mariners by the way
0: interesting Uh, why is that
1: I don't know I want to be in the Pacific Northwest. I hear it's good for like edgy millennial people. Um, <laughs> I want to, I've, you know, with quarantine and everything like that, I haven't really been able to do much. So uh, I've been dying to just get outside and travel and see amazing outdoor places. So I, Pacific Northwest is just one area that comes to mind in that. Uh, plus they have a lot of young talent. They have Rookie of the Year, Kyle Lewis. They have like number two and seven baseball prospectus uh, prospects with Kellenich, sorry, bro. And oh, uh, Julio Rodriguez, God. they're going to have a loaded outfield. That's going to be, Yikes. Uh, they need pitching of course. And, uh, but they have a decent, I don't know. I, I like the Mariners I, have a decent future. And in, in a uh, division where your competition is the angels, um, <laughs> you really never know bar. what'll happen. You really, it's a I mean, bar.
0: yeah. You, oh, I mean, they man. almost
1: made the playoffs last year. Uh, yeah. which is pretty. I mean, they were in, like, it was either them or Houston.
0: Oh, that, that's true. That well, I mean, yeah, you know, sixty game season, but yeah, that's why them. Games. That's why the Marlins made the playoffs. That's why the Marlins made the playoffs.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, you, baseball is gonna be it, with the crazy off season in regards to trades. Free agency was a little bit slow, but the big free agents did signed interesting teams. Um, who I who was I think there was only like one big free agent to stay. Uh, right? Who
0: was that? Who re-signed with their team?
1: Springer went to the Jays. Right. Bauer to – oh, Real Muto stayed with – Real the,
0: Muto stayed with the yeah. Phillies. There you go.
1: Yeah. So, and, I mean, I don't know why he would want to stay at a team that's just never going to make the playoffs. But yep, um, yep. fourth place Phillies. <laughs> I mean, hey, maybe he's buddies with Bryce and the are can have some fun together. But,
0: um,
1: <laughs> I don't know, yeah, I, that didn't make any yeah. sense to me. Especially after they were crying poor.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, 100%. And then but they still
1: managed to bring back a top free agent. But it is it
0: unbelievable. Is. Like, for <laughs> a lot of money, too. Jesus. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's going to be more deals. I mean, not that many more. But there's going to be more information coming out about the beginning of the season. I would not be surprised if they had to push it back. They've been really poorly handling the whole pandemic. Um, so yeah, By poorly handling, they're just kind of not. I, exactly. the, ol- the only thing that I've heard
1: in regards to like player safety is um, and not even like player safety. Cuomo is <laughs> saying that uh, I believe 10,000 fans are going to be allowed and at games. Okay. So I, well. I mean, if you want to go to a game, hit me up, but I'm not. <laughs> 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 but I, like, I, I, I still, I find it just unbelievably crazy how the season was like there was so much arguing and bickering and and ridiculous negotiations going on because of changes made by COVID-19 and 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 paying players and things like that uh you know a year ago today pretty much and now this year people are just kind of like the polar opposite's happening players are just kind of like I mean, I'll show up and teams are like, <laughs> I mean, it'll basically like, it'll be the same as last year, but also not. Um, right. <laughs> and, but all, like, you know, like we're going to have the same safety regulations, except everybody's going to be traveling. Like it's a normal season. Like I, I, I don't want to say that this is a likely scenario for an out like outbreaks to become a problem, but uh, it, it doesn't seem more secure than last year at all yep.
0: yeah and it's weird more how games all this is yeah gifted all this is flipped i mean yeah we were literally discussing uh about a year ago you're right about to the day mm-hmm. um the fact that players were uh you know not getting paid as, or, or yeah or about uh, in the realm of a year ago right the, yeah. the dispute over the agreement that was still while we were doing stuff in person it, right that was before took, the season started right it took months to figure this out like there oh were like
1: god. i swear every week every friday it was like they're gonna get a deal and then every monday it was like they're nowhere close to a deal it was oh. Like-
0: <laughs> oh my god oh man
1: I was like, wow, base, baseball and baseball media is just
0: one <laughs> well, we're, fun ride. We're continually, uh, each time we talk about this, we're losing a little bit more of our opportunity to talk to Rob Manfred, who's a <laughs> graduate of Cornell.
1: I would love to talk to Manfred. I, I mean, I have gassed him up on this show, and he will probably figure that out if we bring him on this show. But I would yep. love to talk to him about, I, w- I would love to have him on the show. And to be fair, like, call me call me a, a a brown noser all you want but like I, you know being the commissioner of baseball is not an easy job it's like, not, it
0: is not especially an easy job. during it's not easy
1: job. especially yeah. during a pandemic and especially when this is a sport that has a lot of fans that are just will not hesitate to throw you under the bus Um uh, yep. and and I did feel really bad <laughs> We're for We're good him. people. <laughs> I I genuinely felt bad for Rob Manfred when he was up like there after game six of the world series um where there was like justin turner like covid thing was all over the place and uh, with like the audio feedback it's the poor guy sounded like he was having a stroke i i I was like oh man like someone someone give him a hug like (laughs) i
0: I know (laughs) yeah like he's like
1: we criticize you but you know everybody needs a hug like
0: (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, i agree but anyway it's just me saying yeah a lot um yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, totally. Adrian. Oh, yeah yeah and this is the 30 second um part we'll take for our uh for our marketing <laughs> for social media we'll take the 30 second clip of us just going yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that'll be uh, that that's that's
1: how we really bring in the listeners exactly click um, to find yeah. out what we were affirming um
0: <laughs> if you like yeah this is the you're gonna love our show you. yeah <laughs> if you like answers in the affirmative this is the show for you
1: <laughs> if you like incoherent agreement man you, you, you found the show for you
0: man this is the community you never knew you could find oh my god wow. well we what?
1: have spring training coming up for baseball so I, I there is something to look forward to it's been you know just be, with things happening with the pandemic and and, and family things and, and life just being really rough, baseball was definitely like I, I bought MLB Network, I bought MLB TV. I like baseball was very much my like escapism, uh, and That's without very that,
0: very nice spiritual. Without,
1: yes, right, and without that, I I just don't have that um <laughs> i don't i don't know what to say like uh, this isn't ther- this isn't therapy I, i'm not gonna rant about like my mental health status in relation to baseball but i am oh, no, this very has happy been,
0: this has been therapy the whole time um this has been, i really yeah. was waiting for you to figure it out but uh yeah that's why i always say this is the most part of my week every time i come on the show <laughs> oh same here bro this is so good this is that's the segue that's got to be the segue into the the quick reflection of course i'm um, I mean, like yeah, so this and this this segment you should listen to if you're a listener. But this man, is all
1: about being wholesome, and reminiscing and nostalgia.
0: Yeah, and we will not uh, wreck pen for the duration of this reflection. <laughs> we promise. Um, we promise. Um, but then afterwards, uh, the free the free game. But um, <laughs> you know, we've so I don't even know how to start this reflection. Um, but I have to say, we've been doing this show. For over a year now, yeah. officially with this recording. And again, you know, we haven't done every week for a year, but we've, the show has existed since the last week of January of 2020. And the amount that it's changed in what we talk about in the formats, in the people on the show you know i mean we, you know we, we obviously usually have mike but um we've been able to do our own shows uh we've had chris on occasionally Oh, yeah. we'll have other people on in the future spoilers um just to like do some segments and stuff but whoa <laughs> no but, but we're we're staying on we 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 can't fire ourselves um <laughs> i i just i am it's very the fact that you were fired for an episode if anybody for remembers one epi- it's for that, one yeah. episode for one episode just to <laughs> see for what episode training. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um I am so, so grateful uh, for this show. I, I mean, and I it was really a privilege to be able to do it in the studio. And ho- hopefully we'll get back into the studio next semester. Hopefully oh, things yeah. will have cleared up enough. But my God, I, I just think what an, regardless of whether you're this is your first time listening or not, um, I, I I gotta say, I mean, this show has been a really incredible ride. into in the producing. Oh of, yeah, a radio show and, and then a podcast and um yeah I, I, I don't know this I mean, is
1: our 23rd um majority. 23rd
0: or 24th episode of yeah, all, time. Of all so time we're averaging about one every other week basically yeah,
1: pretty much yeah. yeah pretty
0: in the end yeah yeah in the <laughs> end so th-
1: this has like i always say this is always a highlight of my week and sometimes i like think back to our time in the studio or Even like where this show like started, I always picture me, you, and Mike sitting in Zeus, where this show just sort of, sort of blossomed. Zeus is a cafe on campus for anybody who doesn't know, right? Uh, Like that, and then you know every Friday at four thirty, we would. Oh man, I'm not gonna cry. I promise. Um, (laughs) Please don't. We would, you know, we would go down to the studio, and and we would just. It really is an opportunity that I like is so amazing and, I, and I, I I cherish the moments that we had and, and I cherish coming back to the show in any way we can and despite yeah. us being, as Sky said, all over the place with, with formats and, and when, when we do come back it's, like we said, 23rd or 24th episode but there's also like season 3 because you know, why not? And, right. <laughs> and we, we really, really do appreciate anybody who chooses to listen to two or three idiots just sort of talk about sports in completely random ways for a podcast yeah. or anybody who listened to us live on the radio and actually like heard us say things and, and listened with intent like this this is a really really cool opportunity we were literally handed pretty much i mean in terms of how i got to do this we were pretty much handed this by chris hence yeah. why we always want to get him in his name in the show yeah. cuz like we we love the fact that chris morales rgm got us this show like he literally just said yeah we would love someone to talk sports on wvbr and a year later despite crazy amounts of change and perseverance and a, 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 a global pineapple um, <laughs> we're still here and yeah. and there are still people out there who choose to download and listen and that oh i'm not crying <laughs> big heart big
0: heart guys yeah I, I i could not have said it better and i tried to say it better believe me and i could not have said that <laughs> i i think um you know chris he's the people's gm okay he's the not just wvbr not just cmg he's the people's gm okay and yes. i i think for me wvbr just the organization itself cornell media guild but specifically wvbr i mean the people that have come out of wvbr you have you know people uh kate snow one of the most mm-hmm. well-known tv anchors uh right now and, and one of the probably most well-known of of all time um she was wvbr keith olberman was wvbr yeah. uh, Wit watson was wvbr those are the few people that that i know of but it's really given a lot of incredible opportunities uh, to people in their careers. Uh, it's paved the way for a lot of people in their careers. And um, I feel like it's uh, hopefully doing the same for me. I mean, the people I've met in this organization have been professional and respectful and really just willing to help one of a kind. Um, yeah. Really, really phenomenal people across the board in every sense. Um, you so I'm genuinely feel
1: like whenever you entered the studio, like it's almost impossible not to smile just because yeah. even, even if nobody else is there, you're just like people, students decided to build this. And we are like so blessed to be corny a little bit, I guess that yeah. we have even just the smallest role in being a part of WBBR and yeah. being able to literally just record a zoom meeting and, and, have two people talk and then put it up for everybody else to hear (laughs) and And it's a podcast
0: it's literally a podcast and um and i yeah i really i don't know what else to say i'm very grateful for this organization i'm very grateful for the show um and i'm looking forward to continue to produce it and i'm hoping that sports only grows from here on out and i really have faith that it will um Nothing like but, talking
1: Cornell hockey, Cornell
0: lacrosse, Cornell wrestling, Cornell track and
1: field, Cornell sports. Yeah. That was, yeah. as we mentioned, like the lifeblood of this show. Uh, it's definitely a, a term I've used before to coin that again. But I, I, like with the semester coming back, with with people, uh, you know, like I said, the this pineapple calming down. Um, yep. I'm I'm looking forward to really seeing what the future of this show has in place because the past and where the show came from really is something really unique and awesome. Despite the fact that it's just another sports podcast.
0: Yeah, but it's not because we're different. Because we have have a a free-flowing podcast, and we have a college twist. Whoa. And that's – I feel like that's probably what we have to end on. We have a college twist. Um, If you made it to the end of this podcast, congratulations. Oh, yeah. I owe
1: you uh, an air five because social distancing,
0: guys. Hell, yeah. (laughs) But we agreed. Um, Go give them a high five in the air, not actually making contact. (laughs) <laughs> um, if you see him on campus at some point but uh, that's gonna do it for our opening episode of season three we're hopeful to have Mike back next week but mm-hmm. um it's been I- I'm very very happy to have you back man it's uh, this is a great episode I'm very very much looking forward to the next year and beyond so. dude
1: this I'm not gonna get into how much this was fun because that's gonna <laughs> we're gonna be forever but thank you again for you know, just
0: keep me around man and this again oh, course, this bro. was this was a bunch of fun and i look forward to future episodes right back at you same sentiments man we will be back in 2 weeks until then stay well be safe thank you again jake adiós Samores. we will see y'all later make sure to check out our social media accounts at wvbrfm sports on instagram and twitter and also check out our written content on wvbr.com/sports Big Red Banter airs bi-weekly at 4 p.m., but on the weeks that Banter is not airing, make sure to check in at the same time for special coverage of Cornell's athletes.